Hello, Working Comic Podcast fans. Welcome back. It's been about a month. I know that's crazy. Somehow I outdid myself and beat my record for not posting uh, from last time. So sorry about that. But I've been traveling still. I was in New York recently. And if I wasn't in New York, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to interview Usama Siddiqui. Uh, Usama is super interesting. Uh, every time I would go to New York to do comedy and just visit family, I'd always bump into him. He's probably one of the most charismatic guys I know in comedy. His presence is just magnetic. He's such a really cool, down-to-earth, awesome guy. A lot of what we talk about is how does he become so magnetic? Like, how can you be such a cool, magnetic person? I feel like there must be something to it, right? Like, I for one, want to emulate that kind of vibe. I think it's really cool. Uh, Osama's also very impressive. He's only 28, and he's been passed at the Comedy Cellar, and he did Just for Laughs. And at one point, he was doing allegedly the most comedy sets in New York City per week. He was hitting about 28 shows slash mics per week, which is insane. Uh, So without further ado, I hope you guys enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Uh, Thank you. If you said the word entrepreneur, beanbag chairs just appear, bro. I know. <laughs> I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Dude, entrepreneur is just like, uh, the word sucks now because everyone's like an entrepreneur. Everyone's entrepreneur like, I'm an entrepreneur. means my dad helped me start this business. That's what entrepreneur means now. Yeah, it's just you know fake. But it's, there's an the element of hustle and you need to like do the, you know, the business side of stuff too. Yeah. With comedy. So it's kind of like preparing people for both. Like what? We're already on. We're already on. I don't. I record. I started recording. Oh shit, dude! You're but it fucking, doesn't matter. You're a little ninja. It bitch. doesn't matter because I'm gonna. I'll probably. I probably won't even use this part yet. Oh, this is great already. Yeah, bro. Um, wait. How? You're 28 or 27? I'm 20 fucking eight, dude. Dude. <laughs> I'm old as fuck. That's not that old. I feel it's, like 28's the new 22. Right, right, right. And 22 is the new embryo. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> 22, <laughs> 22, 22 is. is new, you were just you're, you're still at like conceived. Um, how old are you? I'm 24. 24. That's yeah. still safely young. 28 is still very young. It's, 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 it's very youthful. It's youthful. It's at the edge of youth, though. So for some reason, the moment the three comes in your name, um, some people look at you as old. That's, that's a stupid idea. The, the, more, the older you get, the more people's ideas of what society should be kind of start blaring on you a little bit, right? Like, hey, what's going on? If the, these milestones have to be hit or something. Yeah. It's such bullshit. It's like, it's like why... I, when I said I'm going to do comedy, I relinquished myself from all these societal ideas. I know. That was like the first thing. You're like already out of the track. At that. You're so now even... I'm out of the track. My parents hated me in the beginning when I first started doing comedy. Then they're like, you know what? We accept this. But hey, shouldn't you be doing this, this, and this? I'm like, bitch, I, I stopped. I stopped listening to you guys five years ago when I came to New York. You're still trying to create this life for me. That I know. I, it's like I already went off track. I already said no. It's like when you, you load Ooh. up Google Maps and you just start going the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why are you stop correcting? And then, and then the fucking voice is like, you turn. You turn. No, 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 no. Turn I'm, it off. I'm going. Yeah. I'm going, bitch. Um, so the, I'm, I'm in that space now where it's like the, every passing year, you start, that, that kind of breath of society gets a little bit more pronounced. You know, like, yeah. Oh What's yeah, people. Are, people yeah. even ask me. Yeah, well, and you're not, fucking. You're not even brown, dude. I don't even understand what that's about. I don't know. You're white, right? I'm a white man. White little man, Protestant. Huh? Protestant? No, I'm a Jew. Oh, I'm a Jew. Even worse. I'm dude, a Jew. Fuck. Oh, you're a Jew. Where'd you grow up? Like where? Yeah. You say uh, in Connecticut. 
Oh, okay. Dude, it makes Connecticut sense. Connecticut Jew, dude. Wow. A Connecticut Jew. <laughs> I'm truly the most not unique person in all of comedy. Now you're a white dude starting a podcast, bro. This. Dude, I'm a white dude with a podcast who is Jewish from Connecticut. I'm actually the worst person in the world. And Just I look, your existence means someone is dying. I look Just like, you living means someone, some poor orphan is dying right now. I know. My, I feel like my, every breath I take is taking a breath from somewhere else. Some Puerto Rican family is getting kicked out because you're breathing right now. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Good riddance. That's what I say. Huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't. I look like every frat guy, and I also like seem like every guy who didn't get in a frat at the same time. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I'm like, like you, 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 like they, like at the end of the uh, pledging to like, yeah, in, but you can give out waters at the mixers. Yeah, you know exactly. I'm, I'm like an assistant. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'll can, never be like fully accepted. You can get. You can have a clipboard and get emails at the fucking. Dude, mixers. I feel like that was kind of my college experience. <laughs> emails. Because I, I roomed with all frat guys. Yeah. And they were all in a frat, and I was basically like almost in a frat. Well, you're you got a frat guy look, but you're you're actually yeah. very sensitive, and you're not that kind of dude actually. Yeah, and you, it, you could tell because of how neurotic I was about how loud we were. Yeah, I feel yeah. like just that told you so it just, much. Your about posture me. is very like I don't rate women. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's very I respect <laughs> people. You know, it's it's you're a good guy, Austin. Yeah, I'm leaning back in a chair, and I have one leg above. Classic consensual sex lover. Dude, that's so interesting. I feel like what am, what is my body language saying right no, no, now? Because you're very socially adept. No, no, I'll, I'll tell you right I'm up, so bro. It's like you're not you're not um, posturing. You're not uh, trying to enforce any sort of hierarchy right now. You're just being a dude, chilling, talking to a to a bro. That's that's as good as it gets. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You're very charismatic. I always oh, yeah. think of you as like. I know a lot of charismatic people, but <laughs> I remember when I first met you, I was like, holy shit, dude, this guy's fucking. You're insane. You're just so like positive and so outgoing. And I mean, fun and bro, like, it's it's um, and everyone knows you. You're such a presence. People, here's what it is, bro. Here's here's truly what it is. It's like um, I spent my whole life growing up as a very shy, reserved, scared, felt ugly, called ugly. You were by, shy, bro. I was fucking disgusting, bro. I I had a bowl cut. I I was all neck. You know, like Indians when they grow up. There's this all they're one neck basically, and then head, stuff starts growing later, but mostly neck. Like a fucking neck kid. You were just a neck. I was a fucking neck bro. for most of your life. I was a neck, bro. I was just a neck, um, and uh, I hated myself, bro. I was like a very self-loathing. I'm mean, all the comedy. If I was this charismatic fucking kid, I would not be a comedian. You know, this had to come from somewhere, right? Wow. So you transformed. <laughs> yes, I'm a, I'm a, like an Indian. This is the second Pokemon in the evolution, bro. Um, yeah, man, I was very, very uh, self-loathing, self-hating. Uh, girls would call me ugly all the time. You know, I was, really? Yeah, bro. Fucking that was my life, man. That's so interesting. How did you um, change your persona to become such a charismatic man? Um, was it conscious? Or was it very much like you find things that you find things that give you confidence, right? You're very aware of the space, by the way, Austin. You're you're constantly making sure you're good. Are you okay right now? Why do I look super yeah. anxious? Do you yeah. have a lot going on? I'm kind of stressed. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you okay? You good? Yeah, I'm you, good. You chill out for a second, just like. I feel like we got so in, but maybe your body isn't ready to be in this conversation yet. No, I'm good. You good? You sure? Yeah. I'm good. Okay. Nobody, nobody gives a fuck, bro. Yeah, I know. None of these people give a fuck about you or me. They don't care. That's true. They're just working on their startups. Yes, bro. And they're all going to fail. Everyone's like working on their failing they're startups. They're all going to fail, so bro. Okay, that guy, he's, his startup is um, uh, shoes for Bolivian kids with no feet. Yeah, and he's like angling it towards like hipster kind of like, <laughs> like people that live in Venice. But he didn't realize that uh, people with no like feet can't wear shoes. So he hasn't figured that out yet. And they're like very high priced at the same time. <laughs> yes. That girl, her startup is for uh, uh, not edible cupcakes. 
Just, <laughs> just cupcakes that are just for show. Yeah, that you like put on like a living room kind of like coffee table. Yeah. These guys, I, I kind of joking, but I'm kind of also not at all. I feel like that guy's like isn't working. He, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's playing Dota right now. Yeah, he's he's, he's playing Dota on his laptop. <laughs> Most people aren't working, dude. There's just people they come here, they crush beer and kombucha, and then they like they bring their dogs. No one. I is mean, wait, wait, how much does it cost to be a part of this? I don't know. Probably I mean, the company pays. I think they pay a lot. Right. So it's kind of like a perk you get for for working at a, at a certain location. Yeah. Yeah. But what isn't it fucking work hours right now? Yeah. So um, my West Coast is on lunch, so I skip lunch. I just took lunch. I took lunch like ten minutes, Probably and then I piece of shit. Yeah, it's three. It's lunch. twelve p.m. now, so they're took lunch. What is that? Took lunch means you just you had lunch. I ate lunch. So you had lunch. But you when you work in tech, you change like the <laughs> English language. Words to nothing. You took. You, <laughs> you took, took lunch. I took lunch. Yo, I, I, yo, I seized lunch last uh, night. I seized that yeah, shit. Yeah, you gotta use the empowering word. Yeah. What is this fucking male patriarchy? Fucking took lunch. It's very weird. Dude, I fucking raped my lunch yesterday, bro. I fucking. Dude, I destroyed it. Dude. I fucking murdered my oh, yeah, lunch. Dude, my lunch. Yeah, you didn't even know it was coming. <laughs> dude, that hummus, bro, fucked it in the ass, bro. Yeah, dude. So, um, wait, I want to know more about your, your yeah, charismatic sure. transformation. I think that's really interesting. You don't want to talk about fucking hummus ass fucking? Dude, anymore? I do. You sure, bro? But I'm so someone who like wanted to be charismatic because I was yeah, so okay. broken growing up, and clearly I'm still anxious. Then you, I have a book in my backpack. I read this book. About yeah. charisma. I know everything about this book, dude. You do? Yeah. Dude. So charisma, I can tell you the whole book in like fucking three sentences, bro. Charisma is three things, right? Power, presence, and warmth, right? That's so funny. You read it? <laughs> this is legitimate. The, this I, I, is why. I love this book. Someone else told me about this book. Did it make you? Because I was already charismatic, and then some guy was like, bro, you need to read this book, and you need to bring your fucking, that'll take you to the next level. And I'm like, I don't need no fucking self-help, bitch. And he's like, no, trust me, this book is the shit. And I read this whole book, and I'm like, it quantified charisma. That's the whole thesis, right? Yeah. The idea of the book is charisma is not something you're born with. It's a quantifiable uh, entity that you can work on. Yeah. Right? The three things they broke it down into. How far are you in the book? I read it. Okay, yeah. But clearly. Right, right. But you don't, you don't understand it I'm, yet. I'm, I'm, I'm going to read it again. <laughs> you're dude, you're still at the myth part of the, yeah. of the charisma myth. <laughs> dude, I've, I'm very, I'm on edge today. I have so much going on. All good, man. All good. No, That's dude, why be I'm. You, be you, bro. It's I'm a good. very neurotic man. No, no, in general. No penalization. So do, do you think, man? Thanks. Dude. But yeah, it's that. It's that Power, presence, and warmth, right? The power, the being s- strong in yourself, not being affected by other people, right? Yeah. You have a certain energy that you will not compromise because you are have power. But those kind of people can be assholes. What do you got to temper it with? Fucking presence. Presence is you're with someone. You're, you're, when they're talking, you're there. Yeah. You're not somewhere else. You're present. That's what presence means, right? Then they talk about warmth. A lot of people who are power have had, are present can be dictators, right? Yeah. The warmth is that third essential part where you give love to someone or you repurpose someone's hate into love like someone's being an asshole if you repurpose that asshole into what if her mom just died today boom all of a sudden these fucking positive ideals come in and go transfer themselves to to the person that's being yeah. a piece of shit like oh if your if your mom died today okay i guess you would be a piece of shit even if it's not true your brain only believes what you tell it right if your brain believes uh if you say there's a dragon in this room if you think hard enough the brain will believe the dragon is there and sure. it will create bodily Reactions to that. That's how acting works, right? Yeah. Literally, you believe it. You create the real, like. Create the realness. Yeah. The brain cannot actually tell real and fake. All it knows is what you're telling it or what it's seeing. So if you see it, then it's real. So that kind of warmth where you repurpose that hate or that negative energy into something real and something powerful and something good, that's that third essential part that I think everyone's missing. That, that's, 
A lot of people got power. A lot of people got, got, got the presence. Less people have presence, and almost no one has the, the immediate warmth. People have warmth so to people that they like already, right? So if I get a good set, oh, I'm going to give that guy warmth because he had a good set. As opposed to, he's a human being, so regardless, I'm going to give him warmth. People don't really come from that area. So when I give it, it's seen as novel. That's so interesting. That's what it is, bro. That's what it is. That's the secret, bro. It's literally give see people as humans first and comics second. That's the only thing I do, and apparently is this insane thing. That's how bad New York is. Most place. people aren't that warm. You're right. Yeah, bro. It's, it's like it's like it's like you're disgusting until proven worth it. Yeah. That's New York. New York is like that, bro. It's like so many people. The human brain eventually goes into a place where like survival mode. Like I can't be caring about everybody. But yeah. I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it, man. It's just like. You know, there was so much hate in my life growing up, self-hate, outward, everything. I'm just like, you know what? If I'm not building people up, then I'm breaking them down. And I, I hate that second part, so I'm just going to fucking try to build them So up. that's interesting. How do you feel then, like, when you walk past homeless people? Because <laughs> what do you what you do? next point where I hate them. No, <laughs> no, no, they're fine. They're fine. They're fine. Like, um, don't you get, like, like, if you apply that mentality, won't that get kind of overwhelming? No, no. Because there's so many. Yeah, bro, but here's the thing is like, uh, giving good vibes, just fucking looking at, at a homeless guy in the eyes and being like, yo, I can't give you something right now because I'm fucking poor, but I'll love. So like, if I refuse a homeless person, I'll try to look him in the eye when I refuse him. Because I do refuse him. I, I don't give out money anymore. I, I just, it's, it's too much, right? Yeah. So what can I give? I can give a good vibe. I can give a good energy. And I, I don't, dude, I'm not doing more than anybody else should, right? That's the, I'm doing the bare minimum of a human being. And the bare minimum is lauded as this sort of ethereal Mother Teresa energy. There are people who are doing actual work for them. I'm, all I'm doing is like bare minimum. You're a human being. I'll give you the, the respect of looking at you in the eye when I say no. Yeah. And not the shuffling and the dehumanization. Like being avoided and like dehumanizing. Dehumanization of the, of, the, of the person. That's so interesting. That's good. That's I, I try, thing to, bro, do, I try sure. to, bro. Sometimes what that one homeless guy comes with a fucking big foot, that huge foot, and you're like, oh, I, you're disgusting, bro. <laughs> Dude, that you're, you're, you smell. Your foot is disgusting. Like, sometimes you break, right? And so you, but when they come and drag in that fucking foot, bro, like, it's dude. like, dude. Fuck, I get it. It gets you a couple more cents per day, the foot thing. <laughs> it's but just foot. cut it off, bro. It's over. It's over. <laughs> Amputees also get cash. Sorry. You know, I break down. And also, I like fucking Nazis. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, that's funny. No, no, bro. It's, it's like, try to give the good vibes, man. You know, if you, if you, and that, that's what everyone kind of knows me as, right? I'm always around, and I'm always trying to give the good shit out there. Here, that, none of that would matter. Honestly, there's a lot of nice people. None of that would matter if I was bad. So there's, like, this energy where it's like, I'm good at comedy. So there's respect there. If you're good at comedy, you can be whatever you want. You can be a piece of shit. You can be whatever you want. So people expect that from you. Then there's, like, this weird status. So people give me some status in the scene, whatever, okay? I've had a couple of comic-friendly credits that get, put me in the scene. Okay. Yeah. Now people will allow me to be a piece of shit. People will look at me and they almost expect a piece of shit because that's what they're conditioned to accept. That most other comics above them don't give them the time of day. They're fucking, they don't humanize them. They're just kind of pieces of shit. So if I'm just a human to you, which is, I'm not even saying like, oh, I should be a human and be, be on some holy crusade. Bro, we're just hanging out. We're just fucking hanging. Yeah. Right? It's not a, it's not a problem just to hang out with anybody. But if you are a comic, you're up your own ass and you think, oh, this guy's lower than me, immediately you're going to look at him as lower as a human too. So I have more credits. Oh, you suck as a, in comedy. So you must suck as a human being too. So you, people kind of co-op both those things together in the same thought. Yeah, it's so shitty. Right? They, it's shitty, but it's also like, so it's understandable. 
Oh, yeah, you know? it makes sense. I Humans mean. make themselves into hierarchy naturally. It's kind of like a chimp mentality. Yeah, we all revolutionary thing. Revolutionary thing. So I'm, I'm trying to maybe be, go past that and be like, the other part of the evolution, which is the reason why we're here, is the communal part, is the fucking help others part, right? That's also part of our biology. And I think I want to I wanna appeal more to that part than the hierarchical part, because they're both part of our insights. Yeah. Is that love and the connection, because we needed that to survive against the elements, but also the hierarchy was important. So uh, you could be like, you gather berries. I'll, I'll kill this fucking tribesman so I can eat his flesh and we can bring back the meat. You kill the saber tooth. That was also important. Yeah. Right? Where it got fucked up, I think, is where the mammoth people were like, oh, we're mammoth killers. Oh, saber tooth guy? Oh, we're, oh. Oh, we're mammoth killers. With their Letterman jackets. <laughs> <laughs> Made of tusks, right? Yeah. <laughs> they have like their tusks and shells. Letterman. M, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the and the saber tooth. Yo, ugh, look at these losers. Yeah, right the here, saber tooth with tiger with the AV club. Yeah. You know, the AV club of the BC. <laughs> like, yeah, we'll just get these tigers. <laughs> Come on, guys, they're fast. They're really fast. We'll never be mammoth killers. <laughs> Dude, that would be like in some DreamWorks or like Pixar, like film. That's so great. That's so great. But that's what it was. And so that, that is kind of what people appeal to when they sort of say, oh, you, you're not worth my time. Yeah. I say no. Fuck that. Fuck that. We're all in this motherfucking world together where it's a human race. Let's all just chill. And bro, most people, real talk, most new comics, they're not there because they're stupid. They're not doing comedy because they're retarded. They're doing comedy because they've been funny before. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe... They have a reason to do... They, 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 the reason they go... Because at some point, they were funny. So if you say, fuck you, you're going to stop that part from coming out because now they're scared, right? They're already in a new place. Well, you're inhibiting them. You're inhibiting them. If you just like, what's up? All of a sudden, like, their actual best self comes through and now I'm laughing. I'm having a good time with you. Yeah. This shitty comic who probably sucks on stage. Probably does. But those people, their problem is if I'm nice to them, they think I also think their comedy is good, which is not good. Not true. Because they also can't extricate comedy from humanity. So they're like, oh, he must like me. He must like my comedy. No, 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 bro. I like you as a person. Your jokes are trash. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But people, those guys are also people when they get some hierarchy. They're going to look down at people and be like, oh, well, because they can't extricate comedy from humanity. It's like a certain, like, uh, I don't know, aptitude. Aptitude? Whatever. To realize that. <laughs> aptitude. Aptitude. Ineptness. I don't know. Most people are inept, I think. Yeah, Do I think socially Much like inept? you right now, saying the word adept. Yeah, adept. That's like, that's the opposite. Most, I don't know. I feel like there's a certain ineptness of like very, people look at it very one-dimensionally, right? Yeah, like right. doing comedy, it's like your, your status in comedy is your status as a person. That, and that's lived the whole problem. Dude, I, I, don't want, I don't buy into the whole like hierarchy of comedy. I don't yeah, want to be participating. Yeah, you're as good as Chappelle, bro. You know that. Right? Dude, I am Dave Chappelle. <laughs> I'm him. Dude, Call I don't know, Dave. like, because like, I remember when I first went to Seattle scene, because um, I was still doing this podcast last year, and I was interviewing people, and then some people, I was new to the scene, some people were like, oh, dude, you can't talk to, like, headliners, dude, you can't <laughs> talk to legit, those that. I'm like, what are you talking what about? What are you saying, bro? Why? You, you, I, you, know, you know that guy never dies, right? That guy, that dude, that guy lives ever. forever. He lives dude. forever, dude. He runs, so, why? Because he runs this mic. It's yeah, like their idea of who a star is is the guy who runs the mic. It's ridiculous. But then, like, I've had I've uh, done my comedy shows at UCLA where we've literally just reached out to people that right. like have been on Saturday Night Live and right. TV and like whatever. 
and they, they would just come and do our show because they're nice. Well, and the, then, they and then there's the local heroes are like, we're 962. We're not going to talk to you. Like, what? <laughs> like, why be an asshole? You're not hey, even that. And they come full circle because once you're making it, you're not as insecure about your own spot in the world. So the love comes back. And that's why you see all these kind of bigger comics being the nicest people because they've kind of come to a place now where they're not scared every day. And like some people are still fighting for their position. Like they just got there and they're right. like, all right, I got to be honest. I need to stay this. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah. You know, because they're just scared. Fear always involves lashing out. It's part of the fear. That's interesting. So, dude, how did, um, that brings me back. How mm. did you become this charismatic man ah. from uh, being a neck for most of your life? Uh, I was a mad neck, bro. Call me neck, you know? So bad. <laughs> they called me Call, neck. They called me neck. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was being funny. Being funny was the first time that a group of people liked me a lot. You know what really? I'm saying? Like, Did you become funny or were you not Yeah, I, I, was, I was smart. I was funny with my friends, but I was, like, I was a shy kid. But the first time I was making a group of people laugh was in high school. Yeah. And you know, like Julius Caesar, the reciting popcorn reading, right? Yeah, you yeah, like, yeah. Kind of like read and you give it to your people and then you give it to that that guy would read two paragraphs give it to like someone like in else. English right English yeah so then I you know popcorn reading and it came to me and for some reason I just kind of gave, gave this like super British affectation you know like this almost racist like friends Romans countrymen lend me your like really just minstrel show of, yeah. a, of a thing right people were dying dying That's and so I was funny. like that was the first time that I was like this is I'm, I'm fucking killing a room right now it was a bunch of nerds. We were all like a very high-level school system, so this shit would never work in a hood room, you know? Like, That's so funny. So it was like high-level performing. I'm not saying hood-level kids aren't high-level, but the school systems fucking suck, right? So the, the humor is a little more base, whereas we're doing like sh- shitty British accents and it's working, you know? Like, that's kind of how nerdy my school was. Uh, but uh, after that, it was kind of like, oh, you're the guy who did the British accent thing. That was fucking hilarious, bro. Dude, you made it. I made it. I was like, <laughs> from British I remember a girl talked to me. I was like, I never had, a girl came up to me and talked to me. That was not a thing that happened to me. But a girl was like, I saw your video. Oh, you I, made a video I made too. a British video. Oh, and wow. then she was like, yeah, I saw you. I heard about your, your speech at the class. Funny. Really funny. And then she fucked that, me in public, dude. Dude. Yeah, dude. In the, uh, the main student center. In the main student center uh, in front of the principal. It was great. That's insane. A huge turnaround. Yeah, <laughs> huge turnaround. Huge 180. And then I open it. It's actually my brother who I'm fucking right now. It's crazy. Um, no, bro. I didn't fuck until 21, until college. That's epic, dude. I mean, I feel like I, um, I, I had the same experience. Yeah? In English class. Oh, yeah? You did a British I accent? I do do the British accent. <laughs> dude, doing the British accents kill. Bro, they really killed, bro. If you did a good like British Shakespeare, reading Shakespeare in my AP English, that's a little flex there. A little, yeah, I saw AP English, bro. I see you, bro. How yeah. many listeners are listeners are like hard right now? Just hearing you say AP, dude, all six. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> my mom six times yeah. is hard. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, we have some listens. Some there was a weird spike in our listeners. Oh yeah, bro. I don't know what happened, but it was good. Well, I was gonna be on it, got out, bro. That's how it is, bro. Yeah, dude, we are killing it out here. <laughs> um, but that, that's cool, dude. So you, started, you got yeah. some validation that you were funny. And right. And, you kind of rode that validation. Yeah, just, just built that. You know what I'm saying? Just built that kind of, you know, understanding with myself, trying to be as funny as possible. I realized that being funny got me that kind of love. And in the beginning, it's kind of scary because without, like, every day I would go home and I'd be like, was I funny enough today? Was I funny enough? Really? Because if I wasn't funny enough, it would be a bad day. I would do that, too. 
Right? I would literally do that every day. If I wasn't funny enough, I would be like, I'd, I'd go over my laughs. Like, oh, that was a good laugh. That was a three. That's so funny. I had yeah, no concept of what like doing stand-up was. Right. But I would just... In go over high, your set. In high school, I'd be like, <laughs> if I didn't feel funny that day, I'd feel really bad. Yeah. And I'd be like, and if I did feel, feel funny, I was like, this amazing day. Dude, a great day. I'm going home in my mom's car. I'm just like, oh, dude, yeah. So a lot of people yeah. must have told you that you're just like so funny. And the, I, like, it, it was, you know, in the beginning. You're like it kind started of, coming in. Right, it started coming. But, you know, it was high school humor, bro. We didn't have a developed sense of humor. Yeah, of course. This is pre-office. I, I sincerely believe that our generation learned what humor was through The Office. As we watched The Office... It, what actual humor was became apparent. That was the most popular show yeah, of, of our of our like generation. Com- comedy show, yeah. Comedy show. Um, but before that, we're just what do we do? Just dancing, you know. Most high school humor is dancing weird. Girls yeah. love that shit. High school girls, when you're dancing weird, like they're like, oh my god, he is so funny. That's, that's so true. That's how dumb we are back in the day. <laughs> that's right? very primitive. Just, just that like, is like a very tribal just, thing. Yeah, it's like dancing. Like, oh my god, he's like the next Carlin. Um, that's what. Yeah, some girl loves Carlin, but um, right? <laughs> some high school. Some girl. high school it's idiot. Watching George Carlin. Yeah, yeah, the best comedian it's in the like, world. Oh my god, you're is George fucking Carlin. emo, fucking Phillips. All right. <laughs> She's like a really, she's like a dumb idiot. She's everywhere so else. into comedy, but though. she's so she's into like comedy. A savant. <laughs> like an idiot savant for comedy, like. right? She's dumb everywhere else. Oh my god, have you have you seen fucking Milton Brawl? That's like M- Jim Carrey's first set in 1972 that he performed off, off Broadway. And also, I want to fuck Dylan. <laughs> she's also stupid. Um, but uh, yeah, once that started, it was kind of like just built, just built, just built, just built. I got more okay with myself with the comedy. The ego start, started to decrease once I started doing comedy. Once I started doing comedy, then the ego all went into stage work and the ego could get out of the fucking real yeah. life. And then I could be funnier and with less intensity in real life because all my ego went into the stand-up thing. About, am I funny? Am I not? It wasn't yeah. good, right? So I became funnier when I started doing stand-up because I became less needy uh-huh. about people's laughs because it was all going to oh, one yeah, place. You, you could be more normal in real life. I feel like trying to be funny in high school made my social development so bad. <laughs> bro, I was crazy, bro. I would be eating cockroaches just for a reaction. You know? <laughs> what do I got to do for you people? You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, wh- whatever makes them laugh, I'm going to do. Dude, and that's what I would think of too. And I forgot. I'm like, they, I, I literally thought this in my mind that people will want to be your friend if you're funny. <laughs> And that's it. And then I had no concept of love or of being like a present person yeah. of listening. My listening skills still kind of, <laughs> I'm still trying. This podcast so, is just to fix your fucking damaged brain. Dude, it is. It is a good hour where I can like practice being a way better listener. As you look at everyone walking through the goddamn elevator. Yeah, with my eyes like I'm just really like a fucking, fucking like present, nut. bro. Yeah. But uh ah, dude, it's you have to be present. It's hard. Yeah, man. It's hard. You're good at it. You're really good at building rapport. Yeah, bro. Mirroring I mean, my body language. Every, yeah. every shift I notice, you're like, <laughs> I'm like, wow. I'm, you're like a, you're like the robotic version of me. Your, your charisma is also there, but it's very robotic. It's like machine like, learning. Yeah, yeah. Like, doesn't Plus five eye contact. <laughs> yeah. Plus six body shift. It's like, what are you doing? I'm bro? like literally have like one eyeball like analyzing my surroundings and the other one looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're also a very smart guy. You're, 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 you're catching a lot of shit. And that's a part of being. Was that conscious? Do you well, do that just naturally? You probably do it naturally. Well, when you're when you're, it's a, it's a body thing, right? Once you're actually in someone's space, yeah, naturally your body will kind of mirror them. Yeah. When you're actually there, so if I'm like looking at you, like really, and I'm really feeling your energy, I'm really actually being with you. 
naturally I'll kind of, my angles will be more matched to yours or I'll you know I'll start like maybe getting up a little bit yeah kind of it, it, it's it starts from here then it goes out to the body the yeah, body yeah. is a natural expression of the of the mind right yeah of course what you think is how your body if you're nervous your body becomes nervous if you're cool your body becomes cool that's why see me talking to a hot hot girl like even nowadays like as I get more confident Hotter and hotter women I can be cool with, but there's still a level where, like, they're so hot, you kind of lose your fucking, you know, oh, God, like... What, how do you change when you feel not comfortable? I get really aware of my hands. Like, what the... It's like, always, like, one thing. Like, what, like, what, once you are nervous, you're like, what the fuck do I do with my hands? Dude, like, I, so, that's like, so you true. Start, like, like, you start looking at, like, remembering trigonometry, like, what cosine... Like, on the bar like, is my angle. elbow going to be optimal turner on or something? That's some shit. so true. I become very aware of, like... My shoulders. My body. I'm your like shoulders is one? And I'm yeah. like thinking, I'm like, even today, I was just like feeling super anxious. And I'm just like, my hand is so heavy. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm dude, like, I'm like, 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 where does this go? What the fuck? Like, I want to cut off my fucking shoulder length to the arm. I want to become armless when I'm with a hot girl. But dude, it's so weird because it's like when you start thinking about it, you're like, where do they go? <laughs> where do you put Really? Them? Nobody cares if you keep your arm on this side. And then when they're just hanging, you're like... Wow. Oh God! It's Dude, like I look like a loser. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. So you just end up Naruto running down the street. That's, <laughs> that's the only thing you can. You just do, do the Macarena while talking yeah. to a girl. Just like whatever, whatever works. Goddamn. Well, yeah, that's that's interesting. Um, I feel like you you can use that to your advantage. That you have a lot of like control over your like. Now comfort, I do comfortability. I yeah, guess. bro. Maybe, you know, again, I, I think the the key is to just like if you're feeling good, everything else is good. So. If I if I'm girl if a girl is, I'm talking to a girl and I'm like, am I feeling good? Then if I if I'm feeling good, my natural, sexy attractiveness will come out. Yeah. If I'm not feeling good, then I'm gonna be a little bit more. Eh, that you is know? true. It's all it's all the brain. The brain show. So it's all if you mentally can control your own brain, that's powerful. It's very can, hard. It's very hard. It's the hardest thing because the amount of noise now in this world, especially America, is is more than we've ever had in our lives, right? So to shut out the noise. And uh, our, our brain, because everyone has ADHD now. Everyone has that. We all ha- it's just the way our culture has been made yeah. now. We all have it. Even now, you're just like, what's your own podcast? You're like, can we move it on, bro? You know, like you're, you're, no, you're, your own podcast, you're like, let's go, let's go, bro, come on. But it's like, the idea is like, oh, there's so much fucking, bleh, so you have to do even even harder job to get back to that sort of like center. How do you do that? You meditate? Meditate a little bit. What? Fucking racist. Yeah, I meditate. Yeah, I meditate. <laughs> I know. You probably were like, this guy meditates. Dude, I probably thought that I need to meditate. No, because you're a tech bro, bro. So you, the tech bro loves to meditate. Like, it's a bunch of bros doing meditation, actually. Yeah, it's really right? uh, dude, appropriate. Are, do you even fucking, like, Vasana, bro? Do you even oh, yeah, fucking Vasana, dude? Oh, damn big in Vasana. Vasana, dude? Yeah, huge Vasana. Bro, my chakras are, like, fucking... Aligned. Hella chill right now, dude. <laughs> dude aligned? Like, they're aligned. They're very symmetrical. That's, like, the fucking new pledge guy. It's like, hey, should we get Dylan? Ah, he's fucking misaligned, bro. His chakras... His energy's be, way off. His dude. energy's way off, dude. It's almost like he's fucking, like... Like, just, like, raping my... My energy dude. right now. What's another word for energy that they use? Aura. Aura. <laughs> yeah. He's just like assaulting my aura right dude, now. Dude, his, his aura is like straight up fucking Aaron Glazer. You know what I'm saying? Dude, his aura is like making all those chicks uncomfortable. Dude. 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 Yeah, yeah, most mixers now are just like uh, like doing an octobong, but like while in Downward Dog. Yeah. <laughs> like while doing yoga, you have to drink like fucking 19 gallons of Natty Light. Oh my God. But it's like, you know, that people are realizing that like, you know, Meditation and, and mental repurposing and cognitive reappraisal is like 
the way you get back to a healthy place in your brain. What do you do to uh, sharpen your like skills? Because mm-hmm. I feel like you, you clearly think about this a lot. A lot, yeah. Um, I'll think of a, a guy who has L- yeah, a guy who has ALS. You know that fucking disease yeah. that like debilitates you, and you can only talk through a throat machine because literally your whole body does not work anymore. Yeah. So I, I think of that, that guy. Was what happens? Was that? I didn't know that's what happens. Yeah, ALS. Uh, uh, you know the ice bucket challenge that was for yeah, ALS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So ALS is literally just like it. It shuts your whole body down. You just your just body stops working. So eventually you become wheelchair ridden, and eventually at the advanced stages you're just like on a bed, and you have to think the words, and the words come out on a goddamn um, mind to text generator. It's fucking insane what they did for these yeah. people. So I think of that Jesus guy. Christ. You know, I'm like, dude, I'm not that guy. So what am I worried about? You know what I'm saying? Once I think about that guy, I'm like, nothing else makes me sad. That's, See, that's you, pretty good you, uh, strategy. Yeah, you think of someone who has the worst life ever, and it makes your life way better, dude. Bro, it's, it's a dark <laughs> do you shit. you actually do that? I do that all. I literally think about that ALS guy, I think, I think 10 times a day. Are you serious? 100%. This is real talk. So whenever you feel yourself not being charismatic, you're like, ALS Oh, if I don't get enough seller spots that week, if I don't get anything, something's minor is like, you know, I bombed a set, or I'll, think about, like, I'll be like, man, I suck, or something. And I'll be like, you know what? My five, my fingers work. I can walk to places, unlike that fucking ALS guy who's got the worst life. Heart goes out to him. All love, but I'm not him. So stop complaining. That's good. And literally any problem, I just think about that guy, and it makes me feel better. Do you think your uh, charismatic self trans helps you? Like one, obviously you're a better person. Like mm-hmm. just, but it just makes you more likable. Yeah. Have a better quality of life. Do you feel like it translates a lot to stage and comedy? Yeah, man. Uh, people uh, want a person they want to like. They'll laugh at a person more if they like them. You know? Who you laugh hardest at in your life? Fucking Dan Soder or your best friend? Yeah. Your best friend. Everyone's best friend makes them laugh harder than anybody else. Right? I'm trying to be your best friend on stage. Because I'm trying to make you laugh harder than your fucking best friend. Dude, that's a good slogan. I'm your best friend. For selling friend. your comedy. <laughs> like... I'll become best friends with the audience. Yeah. That's my personal pledge to you. Yeah. By the end of the show, I think people think I'm their good friend. That's awesome. And I can be, bro. It's not like I'm being some fake ass shit. I'm just, I can be, bro. You're good Talk at to making me, friends with people. Yeah. If someone gives you good vibes after a show or any, anybody in, in life, I'll give them fucking a hundred times that back, bro. If you come up with me with good vibes, bro, you're fucking getting love now, bro. You're too late. I'm, I'm fucking loving your ass. How do you, how do you genuinely? <laughs> I'm about to kiss you on the lips, bro. How do you genuinely create this much like love and care for <sighs> other people? It, it takes work too, bro. It's not like you, people think you're born with it, and that's an easy way to to relinquish your need to grow, right? Ah, oh, Usama was born with it, bro. I'm just a sad piece of shit, and that's a way to get yourself out of that need to to actually work on yourself, yeah. right? Uh, I say bullshit. Fucking work on the idea of getting back to a positive mindset. It's just like a muscle. Just like fucking biceps. If you work out your positive muscle, it's going to become better. Do you actually like internally cultivate a sense of like love and appreciation for people? Yeah, like bro. When you meet them? Sometimes you have to, bro, because not all the people are lovable. Some, this is, there's some shitty ass motherfuckers out there. I'm not ever unaware of someone's bullshit. You know, it's a love with awareness. It's, it's like I love you or I, I fuck with you, but I'm 100% aware of your faults and what you could do to me. Right? But even despite that, I'm going to give you some love because we're all humans. But not that kind of like... Grandma cookie loves like oh everyone's nice and I just wanna just hug the world that bo- that's not real that's not smart yeah you know that's dumb really it's dumb love how do you like 
don't you have to have like a, a strong why to be like to try to generate that um, because it's a lot of energy the why is almost like good love begets good love it's almost if you're selfish you should give love even if you're like a selfie, the most selfish guy in the world giving good energy gets good energy back so just as like a, on, a, on a purely nihilistic way if you if I give you love chances are you're gonna give me love back and that's gonna be, make me feel good right yeah that's awesome I mean I, I don't know I feel like I, I'm so like type A and like always trying to like do so many things and I always yeah, it's a, an inherently very selfish thing like to try to self-improve so much and like try to like do everything because yeah. yeah, I want to be the best I want to be the best it's very right? selfish yeah so and I feel like oftentimes I'm not as warm as I should be I agree I find it very difficult even to, now I feel cold just talking to you I find it no, very difficult bro. to <laughs> you're like <laughs> moving on <laughs> okay we're cutting this all right the door's that way. Um, no, I, I don't know. I find it, I don't know, maybe for me it's like kind of uncomfortable to be like warm. Why so? To be as warm as I want to that, be. That, that's something that deserves talking about. It's like why, why do you feel that's something you can't do? I don't know. I, I, you feel fake? I, maybe I just feel like uncomfortable. Do you feel like vulnerable? Like if I give I it to him. I think it's very vulnerable. Right. So yeah, the vulnerability is like if I give it to him, there's no, there's no uh, guarantees to give it back. And now I'm like a chump. Giving good energy to a loser. Could that be it? No, not like. Wait. Are you scared well, of getting like hurt? Maybe, oh, like you, you give and then it's like. It, he's going to give back and you're like, like, I just put myself out there for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm, I'm in yeah. the sea. I don't know. I feel like me personally, I, I like how the, the podcast is now a therapy session First of all, for you me. said me personally 19 times. I'm about to charge you straight up, bro. Dude, I know. You me actually, personally? Just like me on a personal level? I owe you so I actually owe you money. <laughs> Dude, you came here. You actually did a lot. I appreciate it. But like me personally? I, I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Um, dude, I don't know. Uh, why, why is it uncomfortable to be like that? That's an interesting question. That's an interesting question to even explore. Why are you uncomfortable with giving warmth or giving love or outright? You're, you're a warm guy. You know, well, you know, I'm feeling the love right now. Okay, so I always... But I think we're, we're already bros. Like, we're already, you know, you know me. I know you. It's already a good vibe. So yeah. it's not really that hard to give. I think it's because, like, I always try to... Because, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm probably cause related to being a comedian. But I always feel the need to try to be funny. So even in like very vulnerable, like serious situations, I'll try to be funny. Just and random, try to be like, like even if I'm like appreciating someone, I'll be like, be like, yeah, dude, I really like. I'll do like a weird voice or you something. Have, you have that because I'm like covering up. You, you, that you're that frat guy is your main comedy character, right? I'll just do that because now that's only like one of the few socially acceptable voices I can. Yeah, do. yeah, dude, this guy, like fucking this guy, dude. Yeah, everyone likes this guy, dude. Yeah. Everyone likes laughing at this guy, dude. And you just got more of a SoCal vibe too, right? Yeah. Dude, like, honestly, dude. That's not, I just sound like I'm from SoCal now. I live <laughs> yeah. there now. But. Eventually, the joke becomes the human. You know what I'm saying? You're like, oh my God, oh my God I can't change it back. I think that's oh, true. Dude. I've like fused with the voice. <laughs> I love it. You fused with the voice, dude? I, people think that I'm just from Californian and I'm <laughs> Bro, from Connecticut. Yeah, that thing where your voice becomes a whisper at the end of the sentence. It's like, yeah, people think I'm from California. They think I'm from. They think I'm from California. 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 It's funny, right? You do the characters you love. You know, you gravitate. These are the people you actually love in your real life. Are the, are the characters you do? Yeah. That's my theory is like every every comedy comedian has a couple of characters they always go to, and these are the people that affect them the most in life, or they love the most, or they hate the most. But hate also comes from love. Oh talk. yeah. You know, spurned love really. 
So how did you changing gears a little? I guess uh, you changing gears. I'm about, to, I'm, about to, I'm about to take lunch right now, bro. Legit, dude. I don't know. I'll ping you later. <laughs> um, but circle back though. Yeah, we'll circle, we'll back. circle back. Circle back. How did you, startup is start, uh, 2019 startups is just directions, right? Hey, pull it back, rewind, play it, yeah. fast forward. <laughs> Pull it back, reverse. It was like people giving like strange instructions. And like, you know, it's just like terminology. <laughs> it's working a VHS. That's 2019. Yeah. Pull rewind it back, it. rewind, circle back, play. Fast forward, <laughs> and we're back. Eject. <laughs> How about stop? All right, we're going to eject this meeting. Uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, <laughs> Unreal. I love it. Uh, so you recently got uh, passed by the comedy seller. Mm-hmm. That's insane. That's pretty well. I knew you as, I feel like I should have started with this, but the reason I know you, I just bumped into you at a mic like mm-hmm. three or four years ago. And I just knew of you as the man who did the most mics. Yeah, that was my thing. Yeah. The legend. And the most shows. The and legend. The most comedy per night. Yeah. Are you still doing that? Are you still keeping that up? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm doing two to three a night. That's not as intense as it used to be because I got other projects I got to do, you know? So, um, cause I got to write a script now and I'm at the level now where I have to diversify a little bit to break into the thing. So I'm working on some podcast stuff. I'm working on some... Before it was just comedy, comedy, get good, get good, get good. And now that that's there, there has to be a... Now to break into this industry, you can't just keep doing the comedy, comedy. You, there has to be other venues. So I'm trying to break through those other venues now. Mm-hmm. So I, I, a little bit has, has suffered. Maybe, maybe like four sets to five sets a week, I'm doing less. So instead of 28, that's 27, insane. 20, I'm doing like 20 maybe, 20 or 21. Which is so lame, I know. Whatever. You do so much. Don't look at me, dude. Uh, I am ashamed, though. (laughs) Yeah. You know, whatever. You know, sometimes I go down to fucking 18, all right? Is that okay? Whoa. Okay. And you also tutor. Well, well. How do you balance that pretty well? It's easy, bro. It's easy. You just go. It's an hour, you know. How Uh, often do you tutor? How many hours a week? No, I got like eight students. And it's all like 120 an hour, you know? So it's like, it's like, it's money. It's money. It's easy money for me. Single. Live life easy. That's sick. Yeah, bro. It's fucking. It's, you it's, can, it's, you can make. I, I, do, I am like a spoof of some like 1990s bro or something. It's tubular. <laughs> dude, that's fucking groovy. That's as rad, fuck, dude. dude. Uh, that's dude. so crazy. Why? Wow, so you, you basically make triple most people's salary and then you have to work <laughs> three times yeah, less. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very nice. So you were like. I make lawyer money, but I, I don't work, you know, lawyer hours. I, I just work like a, you know, seven hours a fucking week. You know, making some some cash. It's not all one twenty. Some are ninety an hour. Some are one twenty. So tutoring's I, a lot of money. Yeah, I'll make like eight hundred maybe a week. Sometimes, sometimes five hundred, five hundred to one thousand dollars a week. Because some people cancel. Some people want two a, two a week. It'll it'll average out to like seven hundred. I used to do tutoring in like high school and college. Yeah. I had a Blackbird Tutoring, yeah. the, uh, the oh, old yeah. company. Shout out. Shout out to my nice, company uh, that sneaky is sponsor dissolved. sponsor ad yeah, right there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> shout out to Blackbird Tutoring, uh, my old company that is dissolved. <laughs> but you, what if you? Um, I mean, it sounds like you you're fine. You like to live well. Um, I, I live okay, bro. I, I save my money. I was poor coming up in New York. I mean, I used to live in a crack den and the whole thing. So whoa. Uh, so you know, I had no money, and every day I'd wake up, and my first thought was money. I remember hating that. I remember being like, "Yo, fuck this." I don't want my first thought waking up to be money. I want it to be comedy. Even if I hate the idea of what I'm thinking about, I want it to be a bad comedy idea as opposed to a, how am I going to feed myself today? So I started saving my money, and now I got a nice little egg of, you know, just cash. 
Nice. That I, that I can like lean on. I have, I have get cancer once money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I get cancer once, snip that shit, I'm good. My money's gone. But that's not a bad, that's not a bad amount of money. Yeah? <laughs> get cancer once. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. If it comes back, uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Much. Remission? I don't get remission money. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but it's like, it's, it's good life. I'm trying to live healthy. I'm trying to live happy, man. Shit's scary, of course. You know, I'm in that space now where it's like vaulted by my peers, but not what by do you the mean industry. By that? Well, people know me. People respect. I got respect in the scene. I, I uh, quintessentially beat New York comedy by getting to the cellar. You know, like New York's last boss is cellar, right? Yeah. So you, that's I like beat Bowser. It. That's Bowser, right? And I, I beat that, right? So now, well, yeah, the, that, that's the thing, bro. That's you, the have top. Have you played? Uh, that's like winning. Have you played old RPGs, like old SNES RPGs, like Super Nintendo? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Chrono Trigger. You know what I'm talking about? This is like old school games right here. I don't know how old. Well, the, 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 like, the way these games work is that the beginning of the game is like very like linear, and you kind of just like go into dungeon to dungeon. Killing enemies and killing bosses and getting EXP. After a certain point, something happens in the storyline that opens up the whole world. So Final Fantasy does this a lot. Uh, a lot of the Square Enix titles does it a lot. And then now, it's like when you like beat the Elite Four and then you go to the next. It's kind of like, and then the game opens up, and it's like more like a you go becomes to, more like GTA, where it's like go anywhere you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm at like the, I just finished the final first act of the game, and now there's a whole field ahead of me. I'm like, what the fuck do I do? And that's scary to me, and I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know. Where it's I'm not go. as clear as a track as like you do the mics, you do, do mics, do mics. You get in clubs in New York, and then you get in Comedy Cellar if oh. you get in ever. That was very. That was very. That was very. Uh, that came out very sad. <laughs> and then you get in Comedy Cellar if you get that ever. I feel like most people don't. Yeah, that's fine. Who cares, bro? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you get cellar yeah. or not. It doesn't matter, bro. But like what that's matters? like their track in their mind. Yeah, yeah. I'm on, now I'm off the track. The track ended, but the fucking train's still going. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. Ooh. Oh yeah. That's that was really wise. That's a shirt. That's a shirt, bro. Um, the tra- I'm off the track with the train still going. And I got to fucking figure this out quick because, you know, I don't know. Everyone thinks they, they, they have the idea of what to do. It all ends at Cellar. And it's like, not, bro. Cellar's just the beginning. How's that, though? How's doing the Cellar? And Great. Amazing shows, you know. It's How often you you get up? Uh, Is it difficult? It used to be a lot more. Now it's like once a month, maybe like that. But, you know, it's, it's they got big comics that they fucking put up. And it's like. Whatever I can get, I'm not, I'm not tripping over anything like that. Yeah. If I get zero a fucking month, I don't give a fuck. Just, dude, I got in. I whatever. Keep moving now. Let's let's try to get an hour. Let's try to uh, get fans. Let's try yeah. to build something more now. I'm not I'm not gonna be that guy uh, thinking too much about like a club event. So what's your next like big goal in comedy? Uh, late night set is big. Um, get an hour, uh, a special, uh, a good one, one that revitalizes the hour. I feel like it's been stagnated a lot. There's so many hours now. It's not, they're not that good, but I feel like a really good hour would bring it back. And I want an hour that's kill back to back. I think that would be what it would take to bring the hour back. That's cool. And um, are you headlining as well? Headlining stuff. Um, are you doing the, the travel stuff, thing? But like headlining you know, other clubs and stuff like that? Stuff like that, but it's, it's, it's not as locked in as it should be. Or people even think that it is. Like People think I'm like just breaking in the club dub. New York, I'm in a lot of clubs. You know, I do the clubs in New York, do some stuff outside, but really I'm still trying to build. Yeah. I'm trying to build, trying to get fans, trying to figure out how I can do a tour of my own with fans that I, that I make off Instagram, off, off social media. That's really cool. That's the idea. I feel like that's a good strategy. It's scarier. It's way, it takes way more time, and it's, it's, like, it's, it's, a, it's a new world I'm not even really versed in, but I think it's worth going into. That's so cool. Right. In a way, um, so I run my Tech Roast show that oh, we've yeah. been doing on the West Coast. 
I'm sure you mentioned that every podcast. Uh, I think <laughs> so I, I probably mentioned that. I've run a tech row show. <laughs> I've mentioned it the past uh, four podcasts. Yeah, probably. and you're like, yeah. Uh, I feel like, um, like we're able to sell a lot of tickets to our shows, right. but it's like the opposite thing where I don't have any of the respective comedians. <laughs> I'm scum of the earth. No, yeah, not scum of the yeah, earth. Yeah, we okay. talked about it, but me and the boys were like, huh? yeah, Austin Nassau, man. Scum of the earth, right? <laughs> Remember that scum and of the earth? And then me and Bill Burr high-fived. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's Bro, interesting. It's, 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 everyone's got a different path. It's not... My path involves inhumane amounts of fucking mics. That's, that's my path. That's what I used. Uh, people don't use that path, obviously. I don't think you should even use that path. You do what uh, keeps you working, I think. Yeah. That's the grind, though. That's the grind, but that's... And that's the hustle. That's the hustle. Is that how you end every podcast? That's the hustle. That's the hustle, and that's the grind. <laughs> Stay tuned for more working comic podcasts, where I'll tell you how I'm not yet working nor a comic. <laughs> the next podcast, me on the Brooklyn Bridge, about to jump. <laughs> this is episode fifty live from the Brooklyn Bridge. We're about to jump right now. No one's here. I love you, mom, and off we go. <laughs> super dark. It's a super dark episode. It would be good, like for a surprise, like fiftieth. Like it's thirteen seconds long. It's just you falling. <laughs> Just me screaming, like shrieking right. for 13 <laughs> seconds, but it, it still has the intro. And I have at the end, right before you die, and that's the hustle, dead. <laughs> like, I'm just shrieking, it's like, and then the music comes like, do, 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 do. hey, uh, remember, subscribe, uh, <laughs> follow me on Instagram. Follow on Instagram, <laughs> iTunes, and Spotify. <laughs> and that's the hustle. That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I mean, you're very impressive, man. That's why I want to. Much love, man. Much love. Thanks for having me, bro. Interview you. I know. I, yeah. I got love for you, bro. I, I hope the, the best, and, I, and let's keep moving. I, I want you to know that even I would have figured out that uh, I'm still scared every I, every morning. I wake up scared. I don't know what I'm doing, but I keep working and to keep keep hustling, keep kind of grinding, and, and and hopefully things come out of that. Cool, man. Where can people uh, find you? Anything to plug? Oh, here we go. Big for your plugs. mom, right? Yeah, Austin's for, uh, mom. Can for my you mom find six me times at uh, Usama bin Laughing. Uh, that's my Instagram, U-S-A-M-A-B-I-N-L-A-U-G-H-A-N. Also, my podcast, Mango Bay, at your Mango Bay, Y-O-U-R-M-A-N-G-O-B-A-E. Thank you nice, so much. Nice, dude. Impressive Indian spelling skills. <laughs> All right, cool, man. Thanks. Much love. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in to Working Comic Podcast. There's a new episode every week where I interview writers, directors, comedians, producers, any kind of creative thing you can think of, and also the business side of things. So club owners, agents, managers, festival runners, all that stuff. So tune in every week. And uh, also follow me on social media at the Austin Nasso on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can also catch me on YouTube with Chabros, C-H-A-A Bros, one word. Uh, we have some funny videos up, so check it out. Thanks, guys.